I'm Catherine Bice, your host to Bowie, a Life in Deeper Water podcast. I live on the Outer Banks of North Carolina on what many call a 200-mile sandbar along the wildly native Atlantic coast. As a nonprofit professional, I had such a heart for bringing resources to underserved youth and artists, New York City, Los Angeles, but the ocean is now my daily muse. So why buoy? To bear my witness to a seaworthy faith, one witness of God's divine persuasion in our deep blue lives, I seek faith that rocks with resilience. Buoy is rocking on a small, sun-drenched platform, spending a few minutes to warm up with the sea lines and navigate a deeper perspective on how our faith is our witness. We all have to swim to it. If you are here to buoy your life in a way only God's swell provides, or your swim brought you to this open water but you're not sure why, we are on the same journey. Hey, thanks for jumping on buoy today. Welcome to Buoy, a Life in Deeper Water podcast. Episode 66, The Power of God's Story and Living in It with Moses. Hello, human. I recently came to a new spiritual place with my God when his story became more important than my story. How so? When I made the commitment to immerse myself in his story. I've read through the Bible maybe once several decades ago and studied it by book and chapter during my undergraduate work. But it has been time, and I have known this for a couple of years, to read God's narrative as a story again. With one question. What happened, God? If you're staying with Bowie in real time, by the time you listen to this episode, I will likely be done with the Old Testament and gathering reflections to share before I continue with the New Testament. Did I mention I am in a whole new spiritual space? The scale, the magnitude, depth in God's story is like I'm reading it for the first time. Though it is not, I have never read through it with such an intense time frame. I have a fairly flexible schedule, but the commitment I am making is to immerse in God's journey with his people. I will share more details later and recommendations, but this approach really just means reading enough at one time to get lost in the power of God. Today I share a snippet from someone everyone has heard of, Moses. Not the burning bush, not the tablets, not the golden calf, but a read-through of his last sermon. Turns out, I love Deuteronomy. I look forward to sharing more about Moses, but just consider this human, the story we may have learned about Moses that religious and secular culture has tethered itself to, is shallow water. Great visuals for Sunday school and good content for little eyes and young hearts, but we should seek more from Moses. This is a man who had an unbelievable relationship with God. And his last sermon comes with pretty challenging circumstances for Moses, personally. For now, here is what he said. Deuteronomy 11. Love the Lord your God and keep his requirements, his decrees, his laws, and his commands always. Remember today that your children were not the ones who saw and experienced the discipline of the Lord your God, his majesty, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm, the signs he performed, and the things he did in the heart of Egypt both to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his whole country. What he did to the Egyptian army, to its horses and chariots, how he overwhelmed them with the waters of the Red Sea, as they were pursuing you, and how the Lord brought lasting ruin on them. 
It was not your children who saw what he did for you in the wilderness until you arrived at this place, and what he did in Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab the Reubenite, when the earth opened its mouth right in the middle of all Israel and swallowed them up with their households, their tents, and every living thing that belonged to them. But it was your own eyes that saw all these great things the Lord has done. In verse 7, Moses calls out each Israelite on this journey as a first person witness. I see this as saying, take responsibility for what you know about the power of God in your life. You are a co-narrator with the Almighty God. That is the story. And Moses goes on in verse 8, observe therefore all the commands I am giving you today so that you may have the strength to go in and take over the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess and so that you may live long in the land the Lord swore to your ancestors to give to them and their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. The land you are entering to take over is not like the land of Egypt, from which you have come, where you planted your seed and irrigated it by foot as in a vegetable garden. But the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is a land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven. It is a land the Lord your God cares for, The eyes of the Lord your God are continually on it from the beginning of the year to its end. That is so cool. Moses is telling them that the life and land they will live on has God as its caretaker, a majestic terrain of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven. God never takes his eyes off you and your land. Then Moses continues, So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and olive oil. I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied. It's so simple, but we have a tough time with simple. If we serve God with all our heart and soul, we will be satisfied. Moses goes on to warn Be careful or you will be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them. Then the Lord's anger will burn against you and he will shut up the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land the Lord is giving you. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. If you carefully observe all these commands I am giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him, and to hold fast to Him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will dispossess nations larger and stronger than you. Every place where you set your foot will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God, as he promised you, will put the terror and fear of you on the whole land wherever you go. Now living in the time of Moses and entering the promised land was brutal, and full of fighting, plundering, and murder. For Moses to say, no one will be able to stand against you, is a statement that slays. 
Then Moses goes on in his final section with verse 26. See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today. The curse if you disobey the commands of the Lord your God and turn from the way that I command you today by following other gods which you have not known. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land you are entering to possess, you are to proclaim on Mount Gerizim the blessings and on Mount Ebal the curses. As you know, these mountains are across the Jordan, westward, toward the setting sun, near the great trees of Morah in the territory of those Canaanites living in the Arabah in the vicinity of Gilgal. You are about to cross the Jordan to enter and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you have taken it over and are living there, be sure that you obey all the decrees and laws I am setting before you today. I could make this section about my life so easily, a mountain for blessings and a mountain for curses. I know the terrain. And it is so powerful that Moses says, God, you have not known. That's beautiful because the blessings come from knowing God. He just reminded them that they had seen God's power with their own eyes. But if we turn from God, we wager on something we do not know. The curses are, as I've said, the lures of the world, all the things you do with no spiritual connection to the vine, the earthly things of this world are all the priorities, idols, material things, the relationship gods you engage in out of His presence. Yet when we make that divine decision to love, obey, and hold fast to God, it is the commitment to cross the Jordan and live in a spiritual world He takes care of. With all answered prayers and fortitude that comes from drawing our strength from His promises. But you don't see the power of His story if you don't live within it. When your beliefs and actions come together as a faith that could only be His divine persuasion of your heart. Oh, there's more to come. His grace, my gratitude. See you on the buoy. Thanks for listening today. I encourage you to speak up, human. If Bowie brings value to you, take a moment to share it with someone. Write a quick review so we reach more seekers. Comment, ask questions. You can find me at katherinebice.com and Bowie Catherine B on Instagram. Bowie is a life in deeper water podcast.